Larry Bones? Baskin Robbins? How are you, Mr. Madamian? No. You can call me Luke. Looks like somebody's been down here with the ugly stick. Watch your mouth, kid. You're gonna find yourself floating home. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. Here, you wanna drink with me? Oh, you're gonna do a tequila shot? And do that Mexican hot dance? Well, I think I'll have a beer. We don't have no beer, just tequila. What, what's tequila? Yeah, it's like beer. Is it fattening? Fattenings? Forget it. If it's like beer, we'll have some. Three tequilas. Sure, sure, amigos. Enjoy yourselves. Try not to get into too much troubles, okay? <laughs> the tortas, tacos, tamales, menudo, sopes, everything. Felt a great disturbance in the force. Take this monkey away! I mean you no harm. I like you, but sometimes you you don't make no sense. Welcome to Blindsided. You know, I I feel bad, Barry, because we really should have been doing this last week. That was my Star Wars Cinco de Mayo mashup. Um, I, you know, this is going to come out after both of those events, but I know Star Wars is near and dear to Barry, and uh, I'm a fan. For some reason, Cinco de Mayo is near and dear to everybody in the United States because it probably because it involves a reason to drink. So. I've got a special themed episode. We can start in a number of ways, um, but I would, thought I would start with holidays. Every fucking day is a holiday in America. You know, there, too. you know, there's just so many of them. And I was thinking, what are some of the holidays that we probably don't know about that we could celebrate? I should say that last week was National Joe Day. I, I forget on, my list. I forget which day it was. Mm-hmm. And not one of you guys wished me a happy National Joe Day. Well, I will remember for next year now. So here's some here's some highlights of holidays okay. that we've missed. March 14th, Steak and BJ Day. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about the steak, but. Followed by on March 18th, National Awkward Moments Day. I think those go together pretty well. March 27th is National Joe Day. March 27th. Mm-hmm. April 9th, National Name Yourself Day. So we missed out on doing that. Now, for the women, we don't want to leave you out of your own national day. April 14th, Cake and Cunnilingus Day. Very nice. Wait a minute. So they're associating steak and BJ with... (laughs) Steak rhymes with cake. Okay. And we all know that women just sit around eating cake and watching Oprah. Anyways, April 29th, National Hairball Awareness Day. Uh, May 3rd is National Two Different Colored Shoes Day. And oh. do you know what tomorrow is? No. No pants day. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's Friday. May 29th is one of my favorites because, I mean, who thought this one up? Put a pillow on your fridge day. <laughs> Why? Exactly. Well, you know, Scott, this might be a day for you then. October oh. 13th is International Skeptics Day. For sure. Finally... December 8th is Pretend to be a Time Traveler Day, and I really hope we remember to celebrate that one. I would love to do that. Just walk around with a watch and go, what day is it? What year is it? 
So you know how there's these you can buy a star and your name gets on some sort of official registry that you're a star? Like can you petition to have like a a national day? Like are those all like on some sort of like national registry? So so you know what I immediately looked up? Is there a National Andy Day? Is there? And I guess there is not, but there is like a petition and a Facebook page devoted to getting it there. Okay. Well, don't you just declare it and it happens? It's like, yeah. Once it's on the internet, it's official. Is that like eminent domain? Yeah. Okay. Don't let the government tell you that you can't have an Andy Day. Right. Right. Well, I am a middle aged white guy, so they're probably going to just give it to me. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I didn't do anything for a National Joe Day. People just recognized the fact that I'm Joe, it, and they made a holiday. You know, I assume I, it's fairly recent. Maybe it happened, you know, fifty some years ago when I was born. Right. It was we Sunday, born. March 27th, and I'm going to say that maybe we did inadvertently <clears throat> probably celebrate it with you. Probably more than likely. Um, what else do I got? I've got fun facts. Oh, wait, wait. Just, when was just, the time traveler? You're day? coming out shooting. December 8th. See, mm. Scott's putting it on his calendar. I love it. Well, no, I was looking up because... Um, you know what would be weird if it was already there? Because oh. Scott from the future <laughs> came back and put it on your That would be wild. I was wondering if they were using the marketing. So uh, the Time Traveler's Wife, they're making a series of that. Mm. And uh, I wondered if they were gonna, that was going to come out at the same day. Like, wouldn't that be a cool tie-in? Some comedian I was listening to, he said... He went to a restaurant, and he goes to the waitress. Uh, what are the specials tomorrow? Because I'm a time traveler. I'd like to go get it tomorrow. Yeah, It was funnier when he said it. Well, <laughs> I doubt that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Barry, your delivery was amazing. Oh, no, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I do have fun facts devoted to Star Wars and to Cinco de Mayo. So I thought I'd start with not fun fact. Oh, reverse. R2-D2 once spoke English, and he was kind of a jerk. Even more alarming, he was not the lovable goof he would later become. He was actually kind of a bully, berating his pal C-3PO with insults like, you're a mindless, useless philosopher, and you're nothing more than a dim-witted, emotion-brained intellectual. Why you were created is beyond my logic systems. <laughs> Wait a minute, is this true, Barry? <laughs> this, this is, is a, some sort of canon? No idea. This is a fun, true fact. But it was a not fun fact. Next one. We'll see if. Do you know what was supposed to happen in the original ending of Return of the Jedi, Barry? Barry? Um, no, I do not. Luke Skywalker was supposed to turn evil. Oh, really? That was the original ending? I guess audiences didn't like that. Much <laughs> like the ending of Ozark. Anyways, I digress. Did you know that nobody ever says the word Ewok at any point in Return of the Jedi? Huh. Do you know who almost played Princess Leia? Um, nope. Sally Fields. Shamil Shamazel. Really? Cindy, Laverne? Wa- Cindy Williams. Cindy oh, Williams. the other one. Because she had been in American Graffiti. She was oh. huge at the time. Yeah. Do you know what Yoda's original name was? Jonas Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas Grumby. Um, no? Jonas. No, I don't know. <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. I'm confused now. Are these facts or not? Do not. Try do not. Or whatever. Whatever he says. I did actually hear on the radio that um, it was originally supposed to be a monkey. And he was just going to carry him on his back like a monkey. That was another fun fact. 
that I didn't. Those were fun facts about Star Wars. And now you know what else I have? The fun facts about Cinco de Mayo. I have some as well, but go ahead. Good. Do you know what the – well, then you might know this one. Official dish? No, I don't know that. Of Cinco de Mayo? Yep. Avocados. Tacos. Tamales. Mole poblanos. That's right. Oh, those are good. Uh, what is Cinco de Mayo celebrating? That I do know. Good. Go for it. Their Independence Day. Wrong. <laughs> moron. Wait, God damn it. You I don't have a moron. <laughs> right, we'll just have, we're going to have Christian edit this. What was that again, Scott? El Stupido. <laughs> Independence from Spain, I thought. Okay, good. <laughs> now we got it. No, it was basically, it was a celebration of the Battle of Pueblo when the Mexicans, a mm-hmm. greatly outnumbered Mexican uh, army, whooped up on the French. Yep. The French. And so, and that, actually, it's, it's celebrated now. It's celebrated mostly in the U.S., Correct. more so than in Mexico. Only the Mexicans would have a national holiday. Canada celebrates it, too. That, that they beat the French. Everybody beats the French. Who can't read the French? All right. <laughs> well, you think about it. But if you're out there and you're French, we love you. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Subscribe a vu. But isn't that kind of like uh, St. Patrick's Day? I mean, it's celebrated more in the U.S. than, than yeah. over in Ireland, right? It, no, it's a big deal over in Ireland. It is like, now. They shut the country down. It, it is now. It, up until maybe 20 years ago, it was more of a religious holiday. But then since there were so many tourists over there, they started having a parade in Dublin and so forth. God, they must hate those tourists. Well, no, I meant – well, when when I said it was serious, I meant like the, the, the religious thing. You're right. Yeah. Like they shut down. Right. Um, I was over there in 2015 right before – and uh, we're getting ready to open a building. Then they were talking about, well, we can't do anything the week of, you know, because of the holiday. And we're like, what holiday? And they're like, oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. We shut down that week. Hey, Scott, who's nicer, Mexicans or Irish? God, they're such wonderful people, both of them. <laughs> who, who do you meet on the trails? Oh, more Mexicans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have one more fact, and then if you have facts. I, I do. Would... I have one other fact. How many gallons of tequila are consumed on Cinco de Mayo? Jeez, average in the U.S. or worldwide? U.S. Gallons. I would say one million. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will tell you this, Scott. Wah, wah. And I'll even four million. Uh, Barry, seventeen million. Okay, I just like hitting the button, so. <laughs> I can see where Barry gets it. 335,000 gallons. We, we were all way over. I was only three times over. Hey! No, okay. Th- the only fun fact I have is two people that I did not know were Mexican. Yep. Anthony Quinn. Uh, I, I think I did know that. From Guns of Navarone. Won a couple of Academy Awards. But you think the name Anthony Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yep. He wouldn't. Was that his original name? No. Yeah. He was born in Chihuahua, Mexico, which I think is an awesome city to be to be born. I think Anthony Quinones. Not that I want to have another kid, but now I feel like taking Adrian there and 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 giving birth to a baby in Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yeah. Well, we moved to Kalamazoo partly because of the name. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. And then uh, Mario Van Peoples. Huh. Is that his original name? I don't yeah. know. I should have done more research. <laughs> I don't know. But Anthony no. Quinn's original name was Manuel Antonio Rodolfo Quinn Oaxaca. 
I am sure you pronounced that exactly right. You need to cover up your mouth next time you talk. Yeah, to <laughs> yeah. I didn't know uh, Mario. Van- I didn't know either of those people. I thought Anthony Quinn. He's got to be Irish or something, right? You would think. Um, so those are the only ones I had, and I was going to do like a um, Mexican or not Mexican, like Charlie Sheen. Oh, that would have been a great game, right? He's from Dayton, but his dad's from yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I believe they are Latino. <clears throat> correct? They're from Spain. Spain. Yeah. Is, are you Latino? If you're, you're not Latino if you're from Spain. That's just European. But let's go. I'm with not going to act like I know the answer to that. Let's go with it. Let's just say yes. Because I don't want to anybody. And if it's wrong, we'll just edit it later and we'll say no. You yep. can be Hispanic without being Latino or vice versa. I read this once, but I'm admittedly ignorant about it. Yeah, middle-aged white guy. Yeah. Andy, you came out of this podcast guns blazing. I've got he? more, but if you want to do pick a number, yeah, I have a I have a great game for us to play. I, actually, a returning game that I'm really happy and proud to do. I've got a fight. I've got I've got it all figured out. Well, I don't have a lot because I was occupado. Yeah, see what I did there all yep. weekend. Um, and then my blindsided list of numbers. Some of it's like questions. Another one's just. Box. Really interesting thoughts. So, so you um, might get a special prize box if you guess one of Joe's special thoughts. Yeah. Uh, so pick a number one through five. Me? Scott. Four. <laughs> this is this one is a good one. And the fact that we just watched Ozark, um, and this has been bothering me for a while, and my daughter does this. You ever notice nobody says bye on the phone anymore? Yeah, well, I do, and I always, I always feel out of place doing it. I know, like... If I don't say bye and love you to Karen, like when I hang up, I'm even if I'm upstairs and she's downstairs, then I get a call back. Right. He didn't say bye. He didn't right. say bye. But like, I don't know, on like Ozark, you know, they're talking about drug dealing and somebody's you know about to get murdered or whatever. They're like, they just hang up. Yep. I think people think it's like too personal to say goodbye now. It's almost like that's what something you say maybe to someone in your family, but everybody else you don't. Because even my daughter, she'll be on the phone FaceTiming one of her friends. And I'll come in, and she'll be mid-sentence, and then she just hangs up. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. what happened to your friend? She's like, I hung up. I was like, you didn't say bye. I can't get she's my like, – She's like, nobody says bye. You're right. I can't get my kids to say hello. They just pick up the phone, and I hear breathing. <laughs> and then I'm like, are you there? Oh, yeah, what's up? That's it. No, no hello. Just like – Aiden will be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dakota? I know she doesn't listen, so I'm going to spill something. She'll just walk in the house, and I'll be like, hey, how are you? How's it going? Won't even answer me. Yeah. Just yeah. walk on by and, like, like. Yeah. And That's just teenage girl. And Dominic, when he, because he FaceTimes us a lot, he'll just, like, we'll be talking, and suddenly be like, okay, well, then, I, I'm out. I'm going to go now, <laughs> like, in the middle of a conversation. He must be part Irish. I'm he's thinking gotta, probably it's got to use a restroom. Yeah, that, my dad does that. That's an <laughs> Irish. So funny. That's an Irish family tradition. I still say bye though. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, no, definitely. When you call me, Joe, I'm going to say bye. Thank right you. Right back to you. Thank you. But and I'll, I'll say about, hello. I'm going to say K bye. Oh, when you're doing a video call, do you like wave at people to say goodbye? Uh, at work, no. I notice people doing that all the time. Like, why do they do that? Yeah, you should tell them that they're stupid. I'll, I'll keep that in mind next time. <laughs> you know, what I do say I realized it the other day when I get off of a, like a team's call at work, I'll say bye all. 
Because I don't want to say bye, guys, or like bye. Right. I want to make sure I'm greeting everybody. So I say bye, all. Right. Wow, that's very uh, advanced for a middle-aged white guy to do. That's I true. I'm, uh, it's very inclusive. I'm woke. Yeah. yeah. You certainly are, sir. I like those musings with Joe. Yeah. Did you ever wonder? that Those are good. That was nice. All right, then I got to tell you this next one because I woke up in the middle of the Wait, night. Wait, what number is it? Somebody say five. 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 Imitation crab meat is the hot dog of seafood. <laughs> so true. Yep. I was laying in bed the, the other night, and I woke up, and I was like, imitation crab meat. Man, that's just like a bunch of meat. It's like plywood. And I wasn't going to say it's the plywood of seafood, but then I was like, no, it's the hot dog of seafood. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed my phone, and I typed it down on my blindsided notes list. I'm proud of you because if I had typed it in, it would have made no sense. Oh, yeah. You, you'd have been like, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> imitation crab meat? Question mark? I'd rather – what would you rather have, a hot dog or imitation crab meat? I'd rather have the crab meat, to be honest, just because I know that every time you're eating a hot dog, you're taking time off your life. But they're so good. I'd have a hot dog. Me too. And the reason I say that is because – I tried to make a, like a lobster roll the other day with some imitation crab meat. Man. Disappointing. Oh, the texture was off and like, ugh, it's horrible. Yep. I even tried like, you know, my kids are like melt butter. I mean, they color it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not naturally got that red <laughs> sheen on it. Can I tell a quick story about hot dogs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got plenty of time. So I, I had there was this guy that sat next to me at work for years. And we were good friends. We got along good with. We, we would tease each other about a lot of different stuff and make fun of each other. <coughs> Excuse me. What would you say about him? I made fun of him constantly, okay. and, and he he made fun of me also. But just about everything, you know. Got it. So he was from Africa. He was from Cameroon. Okay. <laughs> he was a very smart guy. Great worker. Loved loved working with him. Loved sitting next to him all, all those years. And so I had heard that a lot of Africans eat bush meat, <laughs> which, means, said. which just means like random animals. You catch, you cook them, and you eat them. Out in the bush. In the bush. Yep. Right. So I asked my buddy. I'm like, hey, did you ever eat – what kind of bush meat have you eaten? And I go – and he didn't answer. He didn't say anything. And so I'm like, I think I'm on to something here. And, and now, before I tell this story, my kids call me racist for saying this. Yeah, and I was going to say, I feel like HR is going to get called in this story. I did not intend it to be racist. So if it is racist, I apologize in advance. But I did not intend it that way. And I didn't feel like it was. And I don't think my buddy took it that way. but Because it was had nothing to do with his race. Wait a minute. So was the fact that you ask what, what bush meat racist part or is it coming up? It's coming up. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because I wasn't very racist. <laughs> <laughs> so – I go, you know, what? What? Can, he didn't answer, so I knew that, that was a yes. That was as good as a yes to me. So I go, what about uh, like a chimp? You ever eat a chimp? Nothing. Not a. He didn't say anything at all, and that was very uncharacteristic for him. So again, I knew that I was getting closer to the mark. So I started. I just kept asking him, like, "Come on, man, you you ate a chimp, didn't you? You totally ate a chimp. How do you cook a chimp? You know." And so finally, after pestering him like literally all day about that, he explodes. He jumps up out of his desk and he goes, what the fuck do you think is in hot dogs? (laughs) That's a true story. And then after that, I said, barbecue chimp, jumbo chimp, chimp gumbo, fried chimp. 
And that was the end of the friendship. <laughs> the next week, Barry was transferred. Why wouldn't he tell you what bushmeat he's eaten? I don't know. It's probably something that you would have been like, oh, that's not so bad. <laughs> you know, I like, just didn't want to tell you. He never did tell me. I would have probably picked another animal, though. Well, I kind of was leading up to my joke about the chimp gumbo barbecue oh. chimp. But I think oh, he, you, you were playing the long game. Ahead. You already had your punchline before. Oh, I get it. Masterful. That's what makes you, yeah. That's what makes it's you. like just, George Carlin's in the room with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would listen to that amphibian podcast just for the humor. Well, when you guys, after this week, you'll kick me off and then I'll go do the amphibian podcast. I'm, we're never breaking up the band, just so you know. And having said that, we will be having a permanent uh, fill-in guest for most of our episodes in the future uh, as as each of us has uh, varying degrees of uh, commitments that we'll, we will have to miss episodes. Um, we'll still be having some guests in, but uh, I think we've got a, a guy we all agree would make a good addition. Fucking Barry, put your phone down. I can't. Plus, he's cheap. He's got this like – Don't call Dave that. No, he's, he, he knows he's cheap. Future has stand and it won't stand up. Sometimes it's, it's no longer a stand. If it doesn't stand, it's a flop. All right. So another thing I have um, was actual uh, listener messages I got. Um, as you know, I think I talked about I placed an ad just to see if we could get engagement um, on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And uh, I talked about some of them, but. Here you go. I'm going to read off the rest of them. Um, I got a, I got more than one of these. Can you tell me more about your ad? I didn't respond. Um, how are you able to message me was a favorite. <laughs> I wasn't. You clicked on the ad and you messaged us. This one's great. And, I, and I'll follow it up with something afterwards. Only your mom cares about your stupid spam bullshit. Get fuck away from me, spat. So I went to this person's <laughs> profile page because I, I had to know more about them. I was fascinated. My energy is that I've already won. No competing, no jealousy, no acts of bitter behavior. Everything I need today, I have. Everything I will need tomorrow, I will have. Therefore, I am winning in my present, and I know I'll be winning in my future too. Gratitude for the now will take you places. Wow. They don't seem to have gone together. I almost messaged back and said, Hey, this is spat. Yeah. And then one more. That, that might have been an aspirational statement. This guy obviously said something else, but he must not have actually typed it in because this is obviously the continuation of a sentence he wrote. And no one who had this crap spammed on their timeline cares. Middle finger, middle finger. Guess what all his posts are about. Blind I know Scott can probably guess. Blindsided. Church. Oh. Religion. Oh. Being a good Christian. No judgment here, but uh, I would say that the, the Lord would not be happy with what you said. So just for the record, people know that maybe I have a hot trigger finger, and sometimes uh, my temper can go flare up. I was very restrained. I, I, I wanted to reply to one of them, thank you for subscribing. And then when they obviously got mad, I didn't subscribe, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was going to be like, we received your order. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Your credit card has been charged for $100 is going to be my next statement. And I was just going to keep going. But I didn't. So and then we got uh, a message 
talking about our last episode from a, a, an actual sane person who listens to the show. Um, they said how great I was. I got well wishes on my COVID. It's recovery. our good friend, Dave Goldstein. Oh, he's who messaged me. Okay. Uh, he must have wanted to really make sure that we talked about him. So forget it, Dave. We're not talking about you now. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I have to. Um, he feels that Scott is much more engaging when he's sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I giggle I a lot, I noticed. Andy licking knobs is not the same as licking doorknobs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call Joe out about Cylon 6 on Battlestar Galactica, thinking he was talking about Seven of Nine on Star Trek Voyager, who naturally we called Six of Nine, as did everyone I ever met, because we're juvenile. I've never heard that one, Dave. That's a good one. Ad for Heinen's, which I agree with this one. I, I, this is a good ad. And everyone loves our chicken paprikash, so maybe we'll make it. So we'll make it once a week. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, it wasn't Hawkeye that did the tracheotomy. It was Father Mulcahy with Radar's Tom Mix pocket knife. With And Eric Stoltz was not giving uh, that girl a tracheotomy. He was injecting heart. her heart. I knew that. Adrenaline. I knew that. What I was referring to was the motion. Of stabbing the uh, patient. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Mm. I like that we have fact checkers. It's a sweet. I do, too. I really like that. So that was fun. You could, so I listened, to the, I listened to the podcast when I was mowing. And the only critique I have, well, there's two. One was to me, and really you guys. I said something like, Andy's walking on thin water. <laughs> and nobody called me out on it. Nobody corrected me. You guys just let it I thought it, it was go. light water. Was it like it was something, something? It was a bad analogy, which I'm historically bad at analogies. Uh, and then the other one was I loved the sequence of it. We were talking about the, how fast you could drive, and Andy's like, "Oh, I could, you know, I drove a car. I was like 95. Uh, you know, what about you, Barry? What? <laughs> well, that happens every episode. He's if like, you listen. how fast do you drive a car? He's like, Oh, um, I'm sorry, I was doing research. I was on Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Where you been, Barry? <laughs> if you go back and listen to the episodes, at least once an episode, Barry says what? Yeah, Walker did, Walker did it to me uh, on his podcast, People's Proof. Uh, subscribe and like. I, I, I will say I listened to I, – I, so I was driving back and forth to Indiana, so I caught up on a lot of stuff, um, which will lead into one of my things I have. But uh, I caught up on all the People's Proof. I played them out on like one and a half speed just because there were a lot of them. Michael, um, and there is an episode. It's Karen, Joe, and Barry, and Shimmy in the studio, and Michael is not at his best. Oh, and I, I would indeed say that at someone at some point muted Mister <laughs> Mister Walker because Karen was trying. Someone asked Karen a question, and there was like a there was like trying. She's trying to answer, and Mike's interrupting. Trying to answer, Mike's interrupting. All of a sudden. <laughs> There's there just five is. minutes of, there is. of Karen talking, and, and uh, I don't hear Michael at all. <laughs> and then he comes back on, and it's clear that he has no idea that he was not talking. <laughs> so well played, whoever did that. <laughs> it was funny. Hey, I was challenged to make a Heinen's uh, commercial last week, and I, I completely failed. Failed miserably. Yeah. Failed miserably. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I do have a Heinen's story. So kind of compare and contrast. So sometimes I have to go to Walmart, you know, to find like camping food. They, they have good, really good, like dried stuff that's good for camp, camping and making backpacking meals. We need so was, to have a camping food episode. Okay. All right. 
So I was in a, at Walmart. You know, it's dark and it's dingy and there's kids crying and everywhere. And I'm like, I called my wife. I'm like, it's like hell in here. Like weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth, you know, like little children crying. I had to go over to Heinen's right after that. And it was the complete polar opposite. It's like brightly lit. The store's clean. The staff is helpful and plentiful. And there were literally children skipping through the aisles singing melodic songs. <laughs> I was like, man, like this is my place. So it's worth the extra. It's, it's worth paying twice as much. After all. Hi, Scott. <laughs> Try some of our Italian breads. It was wonderful. <laughs> I felt better about humanity after going to Heinen's. It is, you know, you're paying for that, though, you know. I mean, I can't walk into the beer section without them saying, Hi, sir, do you need help with anything? They say, no, I don't. Because I know more about beer than you. Expert. At this point in my life, though, I'm willing to pay for that premium experience. How about them hobo pies, Scott? I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those are great. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, we still shop at all these two, but it's like, you know. Is that a camping it, thing? Is that a camping thing you just talked yeah. about? Yeah. You don't know about hobo pies? No. How do you not know about hobo pies? Yeah. It's it's all-time great the camping pie, food. The, the pie iron thing? Oh, got, you put yeah. two pieces of bread in I got two of them. Yeah. I got two of them. With large. Wow. You have two hobo pie makers. Because makers, okay. I can't just make one and then, you know, the kids are like, where's mine? Wow. You're hobos, like, hobos you're like George you. Jefferson. You're like, oh, I moved on up. I got two. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Mr. Rich. I'm going to see Barry walking around the streets with his two hobo pie things. <laughs> Cherry or apple? That's like the white man's uh, gold necklace. <laughs> yeah, it is. Cherry or apple? Hobo pie. I can't stand cherry. Apple. Yeah. yeah. You can't stand apple. cherry. Don't I, you love old fashions? I do. but And I do like cherry. I like certain cherries, but like I, I don't like them in certain things. Like pies, I don't like cherry pies. What about the Sudeister lamb cake? Did you eat the cherry out of that? I did not. Oh, my God. But I, I like the song Cherry Pie because it's a really good video. Is that Warrant? Warrant. Oh, yeah. All right, so we are we are at commercial time. We should have a warrant episode. Listen, I don't have the greatest commercial, but Barry has great ideas for other episodes. <laughs> and then he doesn't write on. Then he doesn't write them down. Yeah. Okay. That's, well, Scott's job. We've got a commercial here. It may be good, maybe bad. I don't know. Are you tired of having your identity stolen? Tired of being quote-unquote, hacked on Facebook? Tired of those crazy messages from people you've never heard of on social media? Let's bam wow take all that away. Hmm, I wonder which Ozark character I am. Hi, lady, it's me, Vince from SpamWow. No matter which Ozark character you are, let SpamWow wipe it all away. Boom. No more stolen identity. Who cares whether you're a Ruthie or a Marty? No one. No one except spammers. So let us take the worry out of it. Uh, getting ads on your Facebook page that you don't know how they got there? Thinking maybe your phone's listening to you? Spam out. Oh, wipes it all away. Your news feed's clean as a whistle. Now all you see is the people complaining about why the ice cream machine at McDonald's is broken. What's going on in the roundabout? And boom, what your mother's eating for dinner. Cat pictures and dog pictures, as far as the eye can see. Let Spamwa take the worry out of your news feeds. Whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spamwa wipes it all away. No more phony quizzes. Spamwa's got the solution for everything. No more quizzes. No more wondering what color you are or what number you are. It's all gone. Boom. 
Ain't nobody gonna be making another account with your name. It's gone. Spamwow's washed it all away. Just remember, that's me, Vince from Spamwow. That's right, folks. Order now, and you can get one Spamwow for $9.99. But order within the next 10 minutes, and we'll give you two for $19.99. I'm Vince, and I'm telling you, Spamwow has changed my life. You remember all those bad things that happened to me? Boom, they were all wiped away, right? Right, guys? Guys? Well done. I do know a lot of people who could use spam wow. I love, go ahead. I was going to say, I love that guy's from Jersey, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> oh, forget about it. Eh. Didn't that guy go to jail for did. biting someone? Yeah. I think he did. Apparently, he thinks it's wiped all away. It's not. My cousin at the time, we were talking about that, and he goes, Yeah, you can't do that. That costs extra. It's time for a game, boys. We're bringing back a favorite. Nope. Barry. What? You get first choice of character. Oh, thanks. Oh, I I suck at this. Oh, it's Star Wars. Wait. Yeah. Okay. I'll be Han Solo. Uh, I don't know which one of you is more into Star Wars of the two. Joe? Scott? I'm last, by the way. Barry's going to be Han. Okay. You can be Ben or Luke. And I'm going to play the other people's. It's, you know, when Sir Alec Guinness agreed to do this movie, he kind of mailed it in. Yeah. And, and like, he didn't prepare. And he, he referred to Han Solo as he hated Han. this movie. He, yeah, he, yeah. Did, he, did, he did. He did. And he, he called him Han. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just to piss him off? Oh, because he just didn't care. He didn't care? He just like, this movie's going nowhere. So who, who do you want to be, Barry? Uh, Han Solo. Okay. And you are want to be Ben Princess Leia? Are she in here? No. <laughs> so Joe, you are Luke, and uh, I will play. It's so appropriate. I'm Luke, <laughs> the trooper, or whoever else is in there. Okay, but this before we like, start, uh, oh god, we have to do accents. No, oh. uh, we're, we're just doing scene fifty nine. No, now you're going to have to do your character in one of the Star Trek characters' voices. Star Trek. Really? Oh. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> we all know they're the same thing. Anyways. I'm Data. Okay. You really no are. personality. You really are. <laughs> I'm going to be Captain. I'm going to do Captain Kirk's voice. Okay. I know who I'm going to be. Okay. All right. So you ready to start? Sure. All right. You're starting on Han's line there. I think there's a C-3PO line before that. but No, we're not doing that one. We're just doing uh, scene 59. <laughs> Are you going to set the stage? Fine. Okay. Strange creatures play exotic big band music on odd-looking instruments as Luke, still giddy, downs a fresh drink and follows Ben and Chewbacca to a booth where Han Solo is sitting. Han is a tough, roguish star pilot about 30 years old, a mercenary on a starship. He is simple, sentimental, and cocksure. Oh, yeah, he is. Interior Tatooine Moss Eisley Cantina. You forgot that part. People figured it out. A wretched hive, a more wretched hive of scum and villainy you won't find anywhere else in the galaxy. He's he's rewriting the script. Okay. End scene. Han Solo, I'm captain of the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Oh, Oh, your your Star Trek character impersonation is fabulous. I know, it's awesome. Yeah. I told you guys I'm great at this. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Which one of you is Ben? I am. Okay. Okay. Please proceed. I'm getting it. He's getting in character. He's getting in character. 
watch. You might not be able to detect this, the character switch. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. Fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's the ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. Ben reacts to Solo's stupid attempt to impress them with obvious misinformation. I've outrun Imperial starships, not the local bulk cruisers, mind you. I'm talking about the big Corellian ships now. She's fast enough for you, old man. What's the cargo? Only passengers. Myself, the boy, two droids, and no questions asked. What is it, some kind of local trouble? Let's just say we'd like to avoid any Imperial entanglements. Well, that's the trick, isn't it? It's going to cost you something extra. 10000 in advance. 10000 We could almost buy our own ship for that. Capone. Damn, how can I fan on that? I'm dizzy. <laughs> Hurry before I lose character. <laughs> but who's going to fly it, kid? You? Well, you bet I could. <laughs> I'm not such a bad pilot of myself. We don't have to sit here and listen. Fuck. <laughs> we, we, we haven't that much with us, but we could pay you 2000 now, plus 15 when we reach Alderaan. 17 huh? And ponders this for a few moments. Okay, you guys got yourself a ship. We'll leave as soon as you're ready. Docking Bay 94. 94. Looks like somebody's beginning to take an interest in your handiwork. Ben and Luke turn around to see four Imperial stormtroopers looking at the dead bodies and asking the bartender some questions. The bartender points to the booth. Oh, right. We'll check it out. <laughs> the stormtroopers look over at the booth, but Luke and Ben are gone. The bartender shrugs his shoulders in puzzlement. 17,000. These guys must be really desperate. This could really save my neck. Get back to the ship and get her ready. And scene. Wow. Joe... Were you Scotty? <laughs> were, were you having a stroke? <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it obvious? I, I I'm giving her all I got, Captain. I thought it went from Huckleberry Finn to Scotty. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was doing. It was. <laughs> That's what I like about it because eventually someone's gonna come up with a good accent. Well done, everybody. Yeah, that is always a crowd pleaser. When we're in the room on the podcast. Listen, this yeah. hour's going by, and I would not, I'd be remiss if I didn't introduce a new segment to the show. Oh, I love new segments. You're going to love it. Everybody's been clamoring for this. Calling Dr. Scott. Calling Dr. Scott. <laughs> Dr. Scott, today's question comes from someone who has some symptoms and he wants to know what he should do. He says he's having pain in his back when he takes deep breaths, especially he's feverish. He's throwing up a lot. He's bloated. He's itchy. He's red. He's tired. He's been having some unexperienced weight loss and has got some weird color in his pee and his poop. What should he do? I'd hike out to the trailhead and call an Uber. <laughs> yes. Obvious. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot of symptoms. <laughs> Anyone want to take a guess what's really ill in this guy? I would say he's got like a kidney infection. What were the symptoms again, doctor? UTI. Pain in his back, 
especially when you breathe heavy, feverish, throwing up, bloated, itchy, tired, unexpected weight loss. Lyme disease, lung cancer. I'll give you a hint. Uh, you should probably run a marathon right before you have oh, the gallbladder. Yes. <laughs> so I really like Ask Dr. Scott, and I think it can be as simple as that every week. <laughs> Call an Uber. <laughs> you can even cut out the trailer. Just be like, well, call the Uber. Right, yeah. You know? But, uh, yeah, that was that. Um, so I have a couple other things, but we are oh, – wow. I have one that I might save for next week. Originally, it was going to be a game, and I'll just tell you what the game was. Um, have you ever listened to Dateline? Yeah. Like those murder things? Yeah. Mm. Do you notice anything about them? They're melodramatic. Uh-huh. Normally gets murdered. Uh-huh. The thing that bugs me about them is that they leave out important details that you really should know. Okay. All right. So originally I was going to do it as a game. We were going to do our own Dateline episode, but I sort of did one. Um, I'll just do it now. Man, Andy's been so busy all week. Thank you for picking up the slack, Andy. You're welcome. Here you go. A great job. Nice house. Nice neighborhood. Two great kids and a puppy to boot. Not the sort of story you'd think would end in a line date investigation. Our story begins back in the 90s when a then rock and rolling Andrew met his employee Adrian and their love went right to the top of the charts. He was so funny. It was immediate. We knew we'd be together forever. Fast forward to an idyllic life. Friends said they never saw them argue. Their kids called them devoted and their puppy Rue... Well, she just said, Arf. But all that changed one fateful night when Andrew turned up dead. Stabbed 52 times with a microphone. Who did it and why? That's a shame. Well, obviously based on their relationship, we immediately eliminated Adrian as a suspect. We asked around the neighborhood, and sure enough, a mysterious drifter had been spotted. A mysterious drifter? Hmm, sounds ominous. After a search, the police found the drifter, and after some questioning, he turned out to be the postman, (laughs) delivering mail around the neighborhood. So that left the police with only one obvious suspect. It became clear, given how much the couple loved each other, the only possible answer was Mr. Gordon had stabbed himself accidentally 52 times. (laughs) But then... I mean, they argue a lot about money. Andrew wanted to spend it on 80s hairband vinyls, and Adrian wanted to invest in a subliminal self-help hypnosis self-serve yoga studio. Yeah, it was well known around the neighborhood that Andrew was having an affair with himself Vince oh yeah we didn't notice Mrs. Gordon covered in blood saying she did it but we figured grief 
You know, because they were so in love. Our bad. Well, we never saw that ending coming, did we? That's all the time we have this week. Join us next week for another story with more twists and turns than the Pacific Coast Highway. A man is discovered covered in blood, standing over his dead wife, saying, I did it, I did it, with a knife in his hand. Plenty of witnesses around, videos showing he did it. But did he? Join us next week. All right, so here's my commentary. <laughs> I've listened to a lot of these now because I had a lot of time in the car. And it's always like they always start off with, oh, they were so happy or, oh, this family was so great. And I immediately now I'm like, okay, well, someone in the family did it because in the next half of the episode they're going to be like, oh, here's all the things we didn't tell you, which right. is I think what Barry said, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean – there's no listen. You don't even have to listen to them anymore. Just whatever they say at the beginning, opposite. It's the opposite. You're right. Just listen to the last episode. Tried yeah. and true formula. Yeah. I would say though, Karen would have listened to that. Yeah. That podcast. Pretty good, huh? That's yeah. all she listens to is true crime. True crime. She's trying to figure out how to get rid of you. She's playing the long game. Yeah. I I will tell you. Uh, there's an inordinate amount of uh, inordinate. I think that's the word. Amount of true crime things that are focused on. Ohio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if you listen, like, almost all of them take place in Ohio or Michigan. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so. Hooray. Uh, Joni's already got a hole dug out in the backyard, and I'm pretty sure it's got my name on it. I am I would not doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go in that lake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. With a couple cinder blocks tied around your ankles. <laughs> Anyways, is it is it almost time for middle age white guy advice? I feel like it is, and I you know I do have a, a, a wait. Oh, let's play the theme. Okay. <laughs> it's time for middle age white guy advice. Very nice. I'm trying to remember to do all my openings, you know. Sounds beautiful. All right. Okay, we did get one uh, long uh, email this week to our intern, our new intern. Uh, Mark died. Yes. Was this? Mark didn't make it. No. He got COVID. He walked out of here, got COVID, yeah. and hit by a car. Is this Chet? <laughs> Chet, the new guy? Chet. Yeah. That's correct. Okay. Dear Blindsided, I'm a middle-aged white guy, and when I go to my kids' sporting events, I find myself getting extremely angry with lots of screaming at the kids, hurling insults at the officials, etc. I think my outrage is justified, but some people who are not middle-aged white guys have said I'm out of control. What should I do? Oh, you're justified in your anger. That's what Chet said. Right. From one middle-aged white guy to another. So Chet says, clearly the children need that extra coaching that you are getting at. I'm going to start over. <laughs> Where's, can we get Mark back here? <laughs> He's dead. Resurrect his dead body. Yeah. He might do a better job. Clearly... The children need that extra coaching that they are not getting from their actual coach, or else why would you? Why else would you be so upset? So you are one hundred percent right to contribute your coaching acumen from the sidelines. Of course, 
I mean, every one of us middle-aged white guys can outcoach that coach, right? Exactly. Even though he's a middle-aged white guy. So you are 100% right to config. Yeah, okay, I read that. Another, <laughs> another good tip, and what I frequently see from such dedicated parents is that you should dress like you could be called into the game at any moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always a fantasy of mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Warm-up suit, appropriate footwear, headband, etc. Those 13-year-old girls might need you to up off that bench, so you need to be ready for action. Another good rule of thumb is to maintain a completely serious demeanor at all times on the sidelines with unbroken focus on the game because clearly they made your need they may need your insight and shrewd sports knowledge at any moment. No joking or chit-chat with the other parents. We need you laser focused. That's what it's that's what it's all about when you're a middle-aged white guy. It is. I, I would also say that it's appropriate to uh write up notes after the game and send them to the coach <laughs> or to catch him on his way out. I have seen that done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Catch him on his way out and say, hey, you know what you could have done? You should have played a 4-3-2 instead yeah. of a, yeah. Yeah. Middle-aged white guy things. Hashtag. That's a good one. That's that's one that I think uh, every middle-aged white guy can uh, agree that they've done. When your kids first got into sports, did you find yourself getting a little uptight for the games? Oh, my gosh, yes. And then after, after a while, you're like, you know what? Just let it go. Well. It's AYSO. It doesn't matter. You've got those parents who are like living their lives through their kids. So like, you know, if their kid's halfway decent, it's just like, yeah, Jimmy. Woo, that's my boy. Woo, yeah. woo. And then it's like, uh, you know, um, nobody cares. Sorry. Just yes. have fun, kids. Yeah, that, that's never a thing. The kids, they go in stages. So when they first start out, it's all about the juice and the snack, <laughs> the snack. and getting the <laughs> yeah. medal at the end of the season. Yeah. And then they, if they're laser focused, then it's ab- about the fact that the parents are living vicariously through them. That's the thing. The most annoying parents to me are the ones that they're like super dead serious the whole game, and you try to talk to them like, shh, 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 shh. Yeah. I'm watching the game. Come on, man. They're they're twelve. Okay, they're twelve. This isn't the World Cup. Yeah. Do you guys did you guys keep trophies yeah. from back in the day? Well, I mean, I let the kids keep them if they want. No, to. your own trophies. No, I don't have Back any. when they meant something. Yeah, I don't right? have Back like when we were your first or second place. I got a badge at summer camp for BB gun shooting because I was the best shot at, at the camp. You've talked about this. Oh, that I did. Yeah. And one of my friends stole it. Yeah. Oh, wow. you left out that part. That's almost like one of those. Then Bear used his BB, BB gun skills to take that back. <laughs> so I'm going to call out my wife for a second. I had. Um, take that, Carol. Yeah. I raced motorcycles, you know, in high school. So I had a, We know. You talk about it every episode. I know, I know. I'm sorry. But I had trophies and, and plaques and stuff from that. A few years ago, she was doing a house cleaning. I think it all went. Mm. She just threw them away? I, yeah, I, I had to give her permission. But, you know, it was like either the marriage or the trophies. I decided oh, to keep the marriage. Uh, that's better than Adrian, who still has her box of trophies and stuff. But my rolled up uh, posters that are worth thousands of dollars were just too much for us to take from house to house so she she made me throw them out but her her trophies are still there in a box you should put this under the stairs i'm i'm saying it right now (laughs) and then you know what just edit this this out christian i don't want to get in trouble (laughs) we've only said that once or twice this episode (laughs) yeah i still have i got two trophies one of them actually they're in my memory box and um I took it down the other day 
well, a while back to get out some Bengals stuff, right, for the Bengals and be in the Super Bowl. And I saw my two trophies in there. One of them had a little broken part, and it's always had a broken part. But now that I'm old enough and have enough knowledge, I was able to fix it. Wow. wow. Yeah. That is like a middle-aged white guy miracle. I was like, I'm going to hot glue this thing back on. And it worked. That is a miracle. Yeah. I'll tell you, I must be getting middle-aged white guy. Cause, uh, so we got this new hot tub. and It's the, not a disease. You the know, pump's not working. <laughs> it's a disease. Um, and yeah, have you seen like those progressive abu- commercials or whatever abused. they are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or nationwide, whichever turn one it into is. Their parents. Yeah, turn into their parents. That's what, so, so the pump's not working right. So they sent us a new pump, and I was like, well, are you going to have a technician come out and do it? And they're like, that might take a while, uh, but we'll give you X amount of credits towards stuff and and a, and a bunch of filters if you do it yourself. And I'm like, uh, you got an instruction book or blah, blah. And then it came, and I looked at it, and I was like, I can totally do this. <laughs> like, And I'm excited for it. I'm like, uh, challenge accepted. Looks here like you got a bad case of middle-aged white guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's almost like this podcast. I'm like, uh, don't bother me this day because I'm going to be working on the pump. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be out there with my beer and, and the radio. And yeah. All right. It's time for. Ooh, that smell. Can't you smell that smell? I am hoping for once this is going to be super easy. Everybody's going to get it. And well, it's got shit all over the top of it. That, that I don't know where that came from. Okay, actually, I mean, I cleaned it and whatnot, and I, just I, I think it, it came off of the the sock. Actually, oh yeah, has stuff on it. But all right, Adrian, put that on. Yeah, just got really strong right, arms. Go. I got to get comfortable, like Barry. Sit back. Joe. I can smell it from here, so it's got to be noticeable. That was me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I always tell that smell. Mm, that smells delicious. Oh, it's Mexican. Suddenly. Can't wait. Oh. Mm. oh, I hear a theme, mate. I smell a yeah. theme. Yeah, I think I know what that is. All right. Three, well, two, one. Salsa. salsa. Correct. Salsa. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you thought it was or no? I thought it was a poblano pepper. I can smell the chipotle. It, does, it does have some. So for bonus points, uh, it, came, it came from a grocery store. Heinen's. <laughs> Farmer's Rail. Acme. Marks. Drug Mark. Came from Giant Eagle. Oh. Actually. <sighs> Big, our, new, our new sponsor, <laughs> Giant Eagle. When you want a big tub of salsa that most people can smell and know it's salsa, go to Giant Eagle. Just don't go to their seafood section because it smells. <laughs> and they're constantly moving their shit around the aisles. Yeah. <laughs> what, coffee? That's not here anymore. Sorry, sir. That's next to the ice cream now. <laughs> Oh man! Kill myself. God, I kill myself. <laughs> I think we covered a lot of important topics today. You're very creative. Good job, Andy. Oh, yeah, we didn't thanks. do a fight. Did we do wait, a fight? Wait. Oh my god, I did have a fight. Unless you had one, I did not have one. Okay, why not both? Good. We've got five minutes. I've got the fight. Um, okay. Star Wars versus Star Trek 
versus Space 1999 versus Battlestar Galactica. What? Who wins? What's Space 1999? Do they all fight at once, or is it like a single elimination? This is what I was thinking. Who wins? We all win. <laughs> uh, you you guys don't know Space 1999? No. no. All right. So Space 1999 was they had built a moon base, and the moon uh, blew off of the Earth's uh, orbit and floated away. So they were floating on the moon, which makes no sense, really, <laughs> out of the galaxy or whatever. But they had, they had like, uh, spaceships and stuff they could go around. It was, like, it had Martin Landau, and it was pretty good. It was probably better than Star Trek, in my mind. Um, but they're all the same. So let's say Darth Vader. Let me ask a question before uh, you proceed, if you yeah, don't mind. Sure. Did you watch it? On, in prime time when it first came out. No, I mean, you I think it was it after the fact. Yeah, because I think it came out in the sixties. No, no, for like three years. No, no, no. Right? I was, I was like six or seven when it came when out. It was on prime time. Yeah, no, really? no, it came out in sixty nine. No way. Yeah, yeah. I'm it was pretty sure. Already reruns when you saw it. Yeah, and there were only three seasons of it. Star Trek. No, Space Nineteen. I'm talking about Space oh, Nineteen. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about Star Trek. Said Star Trek, Joe. Who said Star Trek? I thought you didn't know when Star Trek started. Oh, I knew that's that. That was '69, I believe. Oh yeah, it started in '75. Yeah, so maybe I, I watched w- it live. I was six years old. Thank you. I had no fucking idea what was going on. In that show. <laughs> they had that chick who could change into things. I remember Martin Landau being on that show. Yeah. He was like the big money lead. Yeah. But I guess I, I didn't think this have, fight through. No they lived they're, they're city people. They had cable. And Listen, shit. I'll be honest. I didn't get past the joke of my fight, <laughs> which was we're all Listen, winners. the guys from Star Wars, the Jedi, are like space wizards, okay? Like they can mm-hmm. do magical things. The other guys are just human. They would get destroyed by the guys from Star Wars. But what about the Cylons who are in the— All they do who, is shoot— who are, who, posed as humans and they were just maybe they'd sidle up next to the jedi like luke was like so gaga for his own sister like they'd be like hey luke you want to come see my boobs and he'd be like gee willikers and then they just yeah i was never never a princess leah guy really never even when she was tied up in that well the job of the hut's palace because you weren't related to her like luke (laughs) (laughs) i've never had a sister all right, my fight didn't go as quite as I wanted because it, well, it was just there was just too many options. Yeah, there were too many, but it was because I hadn't thought past the joke of it, and you know, it's we could have just said you didn't think about the landing. Yeah, I often don't. Um, I just I just free fall. <laughs> um, that's all the time we have today, folks. <laughs> I I I hoped that we honored both Star Wars and Cinco de Mayo to everyone's uh, satisfaction. Likely um, not if they're yeah, true not. Star Wars fans, or they're going to be pissed. Yeah, I'm. I'm not here next week because I said yes to something and didn't realize it was on a Thursday, and then I didn't know how to say no. So it's going to be awesome, guys. We've got a. We've That's got, a shame. We've got a returning guest coming in. Uh, we can all agree he can he can handle things here. I may call in. He's the best with a with another on the spot reporter segment. Oh, yeah, depending yeah. on where I am and who I'm with, um, but. That guest could and sh- probably should replace all of us. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, now. It might just be his show soon. Hey, now. But uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, with the deepest recesses of my heart, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, email us at 
getblindsidedpod at gmail.com. You're you're downloading and downloading and downloading, but you know what? You shut me off? God damn it. Don't shut me off yet. I'm on a rant. Uh, Yeah, 17 reviews? Come on, guys. I mean, I have more than... Three of them were from Scott. I mean, yeah. Uh, we're talking about last week, and I see Scott like our page while we're here. Come on, guys. Let's get it done. Uh, if you want to come on and join us, let us know, um, and we will we will accommodate you if you're uh, cool enough. I think that's it. Anybody else? Any last words? No, I want to make sure I say bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>